Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Kira Murphy and if you haven't heard my podcast before or if you don't know anything about me, I'll let you know a little bit. Um, I work in Blackrock, County Dublin. I'm a full-time practitioner of herbal medicine, colon hydrotherapy and iridology. And my background is as a general nurse where I trained in St. Vincent's University Hospital in Dublin. If you want to find out any more information about herbs and natural healing, you can look at my website, theirishherbalist.ie, and also make sure to uh, like and follow Gripped here on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube so that you can be notified of my podcasts. Today I'm going to talk to you about a very important organ which is often neglected in the body and which needs constant care uh, for it to work properly. So it, the, the organ that I'm talking about are your kidneys. And spring and summer are the perfect time to look after your kidneys because it's important to cleanse them during a time when it's warm and also that you can relax and the weather is, you know, um, not chilly, so it's not causing any extra drain or hardship on your kidneys. So I'm going to talk to you about what the kidneys do uh, what we should be doing on a daily basis to enhance their performance. I'll tell you a little bit about what our urine should look like and what it should smell like and the colour and all of that. A little bit about how to cleanse your kidneys with herbal medicines and also the foods to eat and the foods to avoid in order to get your kidneys in tip-top shape and working properly. So kidneys, it's all about in and out with the body for the body to work properly it's what we take in and what we put out so it's how we assimilate nutrients and how we eliminate waste matter the large intestine takes care of the solid matter in the body and the kidneys and bladder take care of the liquid waste it's important to remember that the kidneys are really quite delicate and their job is to filter as I said, the liquid waste out of the body, which comes from the blood. And the end product of that is called urine. Approximately 95% of um, your urine is liquid and the other 5% is dissolved materials like nitrogen, pus, uh, sometimes blood. Kidney cr Chronic kidney disease can often start very simply with a kidney infection. And a lot of kidney infections can be asymptomatic, meaning that the person may have no symptoms whatsoever. So they mightn't have, you know, the odour or the stinging or the irritation or going to the toilet excessively. That's why it's really important that we cleanse our kidneys on a regular uh, basis. But a lot of people also get chronic uh, kidney disease from recurrent kidney infections. Uh, and that are treated with antibiotics, but keep recurring because the root cause of the problem hasn't been dealt with. Uh, reoccurring infections cause a lot of scarring on the kidneys and the bladder and the delicate ureters, which leads to degeneration and uh, eventual cellular breakdown. I'm going to talk to you about what uh, our urine should look like and how often we should go to the toilet. 
going to the toilet can really vary from person to person, but approximately people urinate four to six times a day. But as I say, it can vary. And that depends on whether you exercise a lot, uh, what your weight is, what uh, liquids that you're consuming, if you're sweating a lot. And it's important to remember that in natural healing, we often call the skin the third kidney. So you can eliminate a lot of skin waste, a lot of waste from the body through the skin. And quite often, a lot of skin problems that manifest can be a result of an underlying kidney problem. So the body is always trying its best if it, to, to, to work for you. So if you're not eliminating the waste matter through your kidneys, it'll use the skin to discharge this waste. We all know, um, yeah, so, that, so that's it. So four to six times a day, we should ideally go. When you start drinking a lot more water and cleansing your kidneys, you'll find that you're going to the toilet a lot more often. And that's quite normal. And that's your body just trying to get used to the, the new volume of fluids that you're drinking. But after a while, as you start drinking more, your body will be able to function better. Your kidneys will filter better and you won't go to the toilet quite as often. Then I mentioned about the look and the the of your urine and the the odor from it. I know modern medicine uh, relies a lot on uh, doing urinalysis by using a dipstick, which can tell you an awful lot about, you know, whether there's blood in there, if there's an infection, what the specific gravity is. But going back to olden times, the the most important way to find this was by looking at it and also from the odour. And I know myself, uh, when my dad had uh, serious kidney conditions in the later stage of his life, I would be able to tell by firstly looking at him, quite often he, he would get puffy under, under his eyes if he was getting a kidney infection, but also from the colour of his urine and from the smell of his urine. So ideally your urine should be kind of a, a light, kind of a pale yellow to gold colour. In the morning time, it can be a little bit more concentrated because the urine has been sitting in the bladder overnight. And uh, But it should be a light colour. It shouldn't really have sediment in it. It shouldn't be cloudy. And the odour should be very mild. And so, so get used to kind of, you know, looking at your urine a little bit more um, when you go to the toilet and seeing if there's any changes in the colour of it or the or the consistency which can indicate a problem. Sometimes if people you know pass their urine and it's quite pink or red it could indicate that there's um, an infection there that there's blood or there can be kidney stones but also have a look at your diet. Maybe you've been eating a lot of red foods like raspberries or beetroot and again a kind of a foamy or frothy urine can indicate that there's a, too much protein in the in the diet and that the kidneys are having difficulty getting Getting rid of it. As I said before, you know, a lot of damage is done to the kidneys when their ability to filter and clean the blood um, is hampered. And this is caused by toxemia, which is excessively dirty blood. And it's really a result of a degenerative lifestyle, poor diet choices. Uh, too much toxic waste can be really, really hard on your kidneys. When I'm treating a person for kidney issues, 
the first thing I will always look at is their colon because you cannot have clean kidneys if your colon is congested because that fecal matter in your bowel reabsorbs poisons back into your bloodstream and as I said the kidneys have to filter and clean your blood. So it's important that your bowels are moving well. We should ideally go to the toilet uh, for every meal that we have so our bowels should move two to three times a day and it should be big and soft like cow pat. If you want to find out more about bowels and colon care, have a listen for my other podcast, which I've done, where I talk more in depth about that. But also uh, liver and gallbladder, if they are not working properly and congested and overloaded and, you know, plugged with animal foods, which are quite high in cholesterol, this can cause problems too. So high... uh, But when you're cleaning the body, I always look at cleaning the bowels first, then your kidneys and bladder, then your liver and gallbladder. Especially if you're a blue-eyed person, you need to focus more on cleaning your kidneys and bladder. But it's important to know that a lot of uh, issues with your kidneys are caused by high cholesterol, and which in turn can cause to high blood pressure. And almost half of kidney disease is caused by high cholesterol. So the the blood becomes laden with fats, which are very hard to pump around the body. And another uh, huge form of kidney disorders is diabetes or high blood sugars in the blood. So the filtration system, I said, can be very, very fragile. And the pressure and this blood imbalances... um, metabolic imbalances like diabetes can have a huge impact on the kidneys. That's why diabetics can have excessive urination as a a warning sign. So um, kidney stones, which I'll go into more detail maybe in another podcast. Kidney stones are formed by a diet that is really too high in calcium and too high in protein. So the body is peeing out, urinating more calcium as your body attempts to utilize all this protein. So what you're looking for really is a low protein and a high calcium diet. So I'm going to talk to you now about uh, how you can help your kidneys to work better on a day-to-day basis. So the most important thing is obviously hydration. Ideally, we should drink about two litres of water daily. That can increase if it's a very warm day or if you're exercising more, you will need to drink more. The reason we need to drink a lot of water is to to filter the urine because the more concentrated the urine is it sits on the bladder it can irritate the bladder and it also the urine doesn't flow as freely so it'll irritate the delicate lining of the ureters so that's why it's important to drink more water herbal teas and juices because it helps to dilute the toxins in the body But the most important thing is to do this first thing in the morning. So when you think about it, we've been sleeping all night. The urine is sitting in our bladder. It's resting against the the tissue and it's irritating it. So first thing in the morning, aim to have a pint of warm water. 
So usually what I recommend my patients to do is to pour half cold water in and half boiling water. So you're not sitting there waste, waiting for the water to the warm boiling water to cool down. And it's important to remember we should always drink water warm at room temperature, never cold. So drinking cold, icy drinks is very damaging to the kidneys because we're warm blooded. And if you drink cold substances, they tend to shock the body. And you also have to use more energy to heat them up to help eliminate them. So back to what you can do in the morning. So up in the morning and aim to have a pint of warm water with the juice of half a lemon and a little pinch of cayenne pepper. And that in itself is a kidney cleanse. Do it every morning and you will notice a huge improvement. What you can do after a while is build up till you're taking about one, the juice of one lemon in the pint of warm water. And what I tend to do every so often, and don't do this when you start off cleansing your kidneys because it's a little bit too, um, too strong. I will juice a whole lemon, an organic lemon with the rind and all through the juicer. And I'll put some ginger in there as well. And I'll drink that first thing in the morning, but also throughout the day. That, so that, that's hydration. So I'll I talk a little bit more about uh, juices and, and fruits and vegetables and things like that. So maybe it's important to talk about what foods are damaging to the kidneys. The main ones, as I said before, are high protein and high calcium foods, which are dairy, eggs and meat. They're just really, really hard on the kidneys and the kidneys find it really, really difficult to filter out these um, foods. So a plant-based diet is much, much better. Also, uh, hydration, as I mentioned, and processed foods and salty foods. So again, they irritate the the lining of your your kidneys and your ureters. I'll talk about a bit about what salt is important, but also, and Irish people hate when I say this to them, tea is very, very damaging on the kidneys. And even if you look at a teapot, you look inside and you can see all the tannin that has built up on the, the spout of it. That's what happens inside your kidneys as well. So tea, coffee and alcohol are dehydrating, irritating to the kidneys. So what you should do, as I say, is a warm water and lemon in the morning. If you can, invest in a distiller. And distilled water is really, really good because it's empty. It's an empty water and it helps to remove a lot of inorganic materials in the body. But if you can't afford a distiller, don't worry. But if you do have kidney complaints, you really should look at investing in um, a distiller. So uh, I talked about salt there. So salt is very irritating to the body. But also we do need salt in our body. But cut cut out all that, you know, cheap table salt and salty processed foods and go for salt like um, Himalayan or sea salt or rock salt. And also some kelp or some of those kind of um, sea vegetables are very, very good and can give your food that nice salty taste. Soups and juices and salads are really, really nourishing to the kidneys and very hydrating. So in your salads, put parsley. And at the moment, there's lots of dandelion leaves out there. So pop them, chop them in finely and put them into your salad. Also celery 
and watermelon and carrots. Carrots are amazing. Ounce for ounce, carrot juice has got more calcium than any milk products that are out there. So a pint or a glass, start off with a glass of carrot juice. And if you find the taste you know, too strong, maybe diluted with a little bit of water or apple. But if you can, um, you know, or if you, you, you have difficulty with calcium like osteoporosis or anything like that, carrot juice is the go-to. Also whole barley and garlic and thyme are very good and ginger. Ginger is very stimulating um, and it's a very downward moving herb. So it gets everything to move down and out of your body. So put um, a lot of those herbs and, and vegetables into soups and casseroles. Also, going to the toilet, like I, I talk about the importance of a footstool when, you're, uh, go, when your bowels are moving, but it's also really, really important for when you're voiding urine. So get yourself a little footstool and use it. It'll just help your bladder uh, eliminate more efficiently. It's important as well after intercourse to make sure that you go to the toilet because that's when a lot of infections occur. So no matter how tired you are or exhausted, get up and go to the loo. Uh, and it's again, keeping your kidneys warm is important, especially during the winter time. That's why warm fluids and, uh, you know, thermals and things like that are important for your kidneys. In my clinic, I would treat a lot of people with uh, kidney complaints, but people that would come in to me generally just looking for a detox and uh, wanting maybe to do a kidney cleanse or something like that, they may have read up about it. So I can formulate herbs in tincture form and tea form. And I always like to give a tea because teas work very slowly and steadily in the body and they change the blood chemistry. And uh, they also get the person to drink more, more water. Usually when uh, people are doing kidney cleanses, I would get them to drink maybe four to five cups of herbal tea a day. And these would be specific uh, herbs for their kidneys. And I would also get them to take a tincture too. The many herbs that I would use would be things like juniper, parsley, uva ursi, marshmallow, especially if somebody has got any uh, tendency towards kidney stones. Marshmallow is very good for uh, soothing and protecting the kidneys and ureters. I'll always use dandelion and um, ginger in every single formula. So uh, I, I can also give people like a one day kidney cleanse to do or better still a five day uh, or a 21 day kidney cleanse. But you can do simple little kidney cleansing at home by drinking your warm water and lemon, buying dandelion tea or horsetail tea in the health food shop, but eating very lightly and juicing and eating salads and uh, keeping nice and warm and drinking your warm water and lemon throughout the day. So I hope uh, from this podcast, you've learned a little bit more about the kidneys and how to get them working properly and simple little things that you can do on a daily basis to get your kidneys in tip top shape and to prevent any diseases occurring in the future. 
so that's my podcast for today. Thank you very much for listening. And again, if you haven't followed Gripped, please give it a like and follow it on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, where you can hear more of my podcasts and other interesting podcasts from other uh, contributors and also their daily news stories. So thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to talking to you again in a week's time. Take care. Bye for now.